Welcome to Shotgun Sports USA, powered by Winchester Ammunition, the American legend. Listen to the best shotgun shooters from all over the world in every discipline. Championship winning coaches, gun clubs, target setters, vendors, as well as companies that make it all happen. Brought to you by Briley, Rick Hemingway's Pramatic Trap Sales, Cole Gunsmithing, Clay Target Vision, Castellani USA, and Falcon Strike. Thanks for listening, and remember to visit us online at ShotgunSportsUSA.com, like us on Facebook, and follow us on Instagram. This episode has no filter. My guest today lets it rip on several different topics, but the main topic is the classification system. If you haven't heard about that, listen in on this episode and it will be explained to you. Most of you know him, and for those of you that don't, be glad. Here he is, Gary Fitzgerald. Gary, what's up? Nothing much, man. Just, just living, living a dream, waking up in a nightmare. Yeah, well, <laughs> that, it seems like every time I talk to you, it's about the same way. It's about the same does, way. Does it's it ever change for you? No, nah, it's a fresh. Well, it's a fresh hell every day, every morning. <laughs> you know, that's why I don't go to the. Don't ever send me a letter because I don't go to the mailbox because there's always a summons or something like that in there. You know, you somebody know, waiting outside to fight you. Yeah, I got a deposition and that thing. Well, like I said, being sued again today. I had a guy who's going to sue me the other day because I posted a freaking uh, a, a personal message. Um, because uh, he was going nuts about something on Facebook, and I went ahead and just screenshot it to share it. And he's going to sue me, and I, I, I named a couple uh, U.S. Supreme Court cases of why that wasn't uh, <laughs> good luck. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so you can, sh- so if you if you send something to somebody and screenshot it and share it, you can get sued for that now, huh? No, you can't. He thought he thought he he thought you could, and I said, "Well, you didn't you didn't uh, didn't send an NDA. You didn't have me sign an NDA or or say this was off the record, sir." And I explained to a couple U.S. Supreme Court cases here recently, or not recently, within the last fifteen twenty years, and and he he quit screaming at me. He was he was telling me all about his whatever his NRA instructor and the fact that he was. Uh, he was taught by a, a sporting class champion and I looked the person up and they weren't, but that's pretty much, con- <laughs> that's normally how those fights go. Was right? that, you was know? that champion in master class and should have been in B? No, I, sadly, I don't think they made it to, to think they just, they might've just got out of D. Um, <laughs> so, you know, whatever, might've won the championship tour in D class. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. You know, how many of those, how many of the national world champions, uh, well, I'm a, I, my, 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 you know, I, the guy was on there the other day, he was talking about, uh, you know, that his kid was a, a world champion and it turned out they were an E class sub junior. Um, but I, whatever, man, whatever makes you feel better. <laughs> um, I just, I just, it's, it's, it, it, it's a, it's a psychological, sociological, um, 
experiment for me every time I go on the internet. <laughs> yeah, I think just, what, it amazes. What did you do? Open it up to to a bunch of crazy people? What the internet? No, no, I'm talking about little... your Facebook page. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Like it's I said, crazy. I just kind of kind of just sit back and and watch it all happen. It, it's it's I I don't know. I I don't know. Sometimes I think it's a dream. Um, <laughs> I, I I don't know if you've ever read the book Simulation Hypotheses, but it, it was guys at MIT MIT guy and his his hypotheses or this theory is this this is all an illusion this is uh this is a, a giant computer and we are living remember those books um when you were a kid that was like choose your own adventure yeah okay so basically we're choosing our own adventure inside this simulation and we're getting to the different you know by us doing this it's quantum mechanics is what it is um but but by us doing this it cr- creates another another avenue of our own reality and it was just that's what i swear to god we're, this this can't be real some of the stuff you read in just the world in the internet i mean even not just in shooting you're like there's no way that's real there's no way that person is real yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. there's no way there's somebody that stupid you know, this what are they call, be a, what are they starting to call it now the metaverse or something like that the metaverse yeah the metaverse yeah. and that's that's you know that goes back to you know the, the, the quantum mechanics and the, and the simulation hypotheses that there is a multiverse and everything. Oh, dude, don't even don't even get Dub started. He thinks the world was undone by the reality that we lived in was undone by the by the CERN Hydrogen Collider because we can remember bits and pieces of the former universe like the Bernstein bears or the Bernstein bears yeah. and then the Jif peanut butter or Jiffy peanut butter and then there's another one he's got he says you remember when Disney a Disney movie started and Tinkerbell came out and wrote Disney and dotted the eye no and everybody you know, we all remember that it never happened so like I said Dub may be right I don't you know, we it's long winters up here, Justin. We think of some really weird <laughs> shit. You know? Somebody told me one time, they said, listen, you, Gary acts like an idiot, but he's one of the smartest people I've ever talked to. I said, oh, okay. I see now. I see why. <laughs> Apparently that guy is a liar. <laughs> I must, I must owe the money. He was trying to talk good from me. You know? What but, you been uh, doing? Running this club, uh, bought a duck club in, in Louisiana, um, trying to kill as much ducks to get my money out of that thing as possible, um, shooting a little bit, and then um, because I have a hard time saying no, Derek and Will Hint and the rest of those guys, they call them assholes, but guys talked me into getting on the USA shooting AC board, so I've been, we've been messing around with that. Uh, well, I don't know anything about USA shooting. Tell me a little bit about that. Um, oh, like I said, they redid their board and they're trying. They brought in a few new people in there and um, trying to restructure it and trying to get, you know, trying to all promote, get a little bit more fundraising, trying to get some. Oh, I won't say it a blanket. Um, oh, get getting a shared membership with the other organizations and trying to bring in some new blood trying to bring in some more donations trying to help fund usa shooting because like i said you know for the most part a lot of people don't understand how these organizations are funded 
there's acts, a government acts where, you know, the government can't fund the Olympics team. Their Olympic teams, for the most part, are done by donations. You other know, countries tra- do, though, right? Other countries do. You know, you got China. I mean, you know, most do. You know, you got countries like China and India pumping millions of dollars in their rifle and pistol programs, and we're we're operating on funds. Yeah. You know, I mean, you know, track track and field, basketball, you know, all the other events, they can go to Nike or who have you and get money for funding. But we're a gun game, so getting donations sometimes hard. Yeah. You know, always hard. So, you know, we've been working on that and we're trying to get some more people interested in it and trying to get, actually get some more exposure of how it all works, you know, how, you know, the level that these kids are performing at. So can anybody you know, join USA shooting? Yep. It's, it's, uh, I believe it's 30 or $40 for your subscription and you can come in as an athlete or a, you know, a competitor. You can come in as a donor, um, you know, and it, one, it helps out the team. And two, it lets you know a little bit more what's going on, you know, and, 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 and what's going on all, all these events. I mean, for the most part, and this sounds crazy, as is, is communist as the rest of the world is when it comes to guns, you know, uh, international competition shooting is huge. Mm-hmm. You know, it's huge. I mean, especially, you know, in, in the Mideast and everything with, uh, with the bunker and the international ski, you know, you know, Qatar and, and I mean, um, so on and so forth, they really, really watch. And there's a lot of competition. I mean, some of their bunkers, or not some of their bunkers, most of their bunkers are just amazing. Mm-hmm. The, the, the the facilities that they um, um, compete at. And like I said, you know, we don't, you know, trap and ski or trap and sporting clays takes precedent over here. Yeah. You know, we we don't have a lot of bunkers. You know, we have more than we used to. You know, when my dad was shooting back in the 60s and 70s, I mean, there was Benning. Um, I think there's one in California, and there might have been one on the East Coast. And when they were running through all the qualifiers, um, and a lot of the qualifiers, they shot modified bunker. They shot off a wobble trap and stood on top of a box. Hmm. You know, the, 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 we were not spending even nearly back in those days. But now, I mean, there's more. I mean, Hillsdale's got one, and... and um, Kerrville now, you know, ski Kerrville's uh, got a bunker. You know, there are more bunkers being built. There's I mean, one down here just, in Georgia where Hinton used to, Will Hinton used to be at, right? Or is he still? Well, yeah, I mean, there's one, there's one down there at Fort, Fort Moore now, but it's Fort Benning. Yeah. Um, there's that one. Actually, there's one down, they just built some down in Florida. Um, Cardinal Center's got some, you know, I mean, you know, like I said, it is getting more, but we've got a long way to catch up with all the rest of the world and we do an amazing job um because you know i mean if you're in europe and you're going to go shoot a bunker match you know it's not that far to go to all the different you know you know if we are going to get outside the united states we're flying and it's going to be an eight-hour trip uh, at the minimum just to get over to europe but but yeah they do shoot they do i think they put a little bit more weight to it you know, yeah. I think they put a little yeah. bit more weight to it. And I think they put a little bit of emphasis on, on, on the performance. And like I said, that's the thing where we're, I like, we're trying to get USA shooting out in front of the general population to see what they actually do. What, what you benefit know? is it for someone to join USA shooting? Say someone's a member of the NSCA, 
what's the what's the benefit of them joining USA? Well, I mean, I mean, on several different levels. I mean, you know, if you're a junior competitor and you're coming up through it, you know, the you know, if you're a shotgun shooter, uh, maybe it'll give you some exposure to what's going on. Maybe it'll interest you. You know, there's a, there's a lot of kids that that don't know about bunker or international skeet, um, and it might you know, it would it'd benefit USA shooting to get more blood. I mean, the more people you try and the more competition and you always got to have somebody coming on. So there's that part of it. And the other thing is like, if you're, if you're a guy that, you know, there's a lot of guys that support, um, our FETAS team and our, our, you know, world English team. I mean, you know, you know, get it out in front of the guys that would, would love to support them, support your country. Help help somebody, you know, help guys that you know that you shoot sporting clays with. Will I mean, for example, Will Hinton and Derek Mine, mm-hmm. um, you know, sporting clay guys, you know, help support them, get them to, I mean, you know, path to Paris right now is uh, is 2024. We got to qualifier in uh, Tucson in March. You know, help these guys get there, support them. I mean, these guys are doing, you know, the, obviously their funding is, is, minuscule compared to what trap you know track and field so on and so forth does so you know get it out there you know you know see where i mean people don't realize that a lot of the well not a lot of them a lot of the world cup events you know ice heat and and bunker are televised you can tune in on you can turn it tune in on a youtube channel and watch the guys because those all go to super finals you know you gotta shoot good enough to make that that final um, which is all on flash targets. They, they've got a commentator, um, way more televisable, you know, televisible, televisable, however you want to say that word. Um, I'll say however I want to, but anyway, you know, <laughs> you know, they'll, they do, you know, real time scoring referees, so on and so forth. And you can watch it on YouTube. And it, it just stuff like that that people don't know about. Go see Derek shoot off, you know, or go see Will Hinton or, or see all the different countries shooting off and it's always you know it's always on uh, live streamed on uh, youtube all right so you talked about trap and skeet or international trap and skeet what else does usa shooting offer well usa i mean you know we've got there's like there's 4800 members in it now it's mm-hmm. damn near cut down the middle between rifle and pistol mm-hmm. i mean rifle and shotgun pistol is a small portion of it but i mean you've got your air rifle your free pistol your rapid fire then you've got your you know air gun and 22 caliber um uh rifle classes you know and um i might have shoot the bb gun class i i don't know (laughs) what i mean you couldn't do it unless they brought a q beam with you to the to the to the olympics you know kid can't hit shit unless you're putting a a q beam on that target and he gets real good (laughs) yeah those people i've you know just talking about that watching them shoot those guns it's the 22s it's crazy it's nuts it is it's nuts I mean, I mean, it, it looks like you could do it until you, if you've ever tried it and I've tried it and you're just sitting there going, dear Lord. I mean, when you're shooting in between heartbeats, mm-hmm. you know, you got the coat on it, you got the big leather outfit, you got that freak. I mean, they wear, I mean, they were that weird, they were a weird shoe. Sometimes it's got a base pad on it. Um, and you're just sitting there. No, at, no recall. <laughs> Yeah, okay. trying electronic triggers. And then USA shooting also goes in the biathlon. Um, 
the so the the, the so the skiing and the the skiing and the twenty two caliber stuff. Yeah, um, I don't even know how they do nuts. that. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh, you'd be a, you'd be a great candidate. For- <laughs> <laughs> you know, you pull I, up to I, the I stop, don't. and I'd be on my back taking a breath. <sighs> yeah, type type two diabetes is not considered a sports injury in that case. You know, but yeah, can you imagine that? Like, like you're going to go be a world class rifle shooter and then okay by the way let's just go ahead and be a world-class cross-country skier and be really fit to do (laughs) to go where you're not breathing hard (laughs) no man i'm good and and then shoot how big how big is their pattern they shoot like in a quarter it's a tiny yeah it's tiny you know and 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 as i think in biathlon i'm pretty sure in biathlon it's been a while. I think you're shooting a steel target. You're shooting like a little bitty, little bitty, little bitty circle. Yeah. Um, and, and I mean, those guys are different, man. You know, when, 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 uh, so Riley and Diana, they didn't want to take Riley to the, uh, they went, so in 21, when Tokyo, uh, NBC Sports, Universal Studios, they sent the families to do a watch party. Mm hmm. Um, and Diana, uh, Diana and uh, Riley didn't, didn't want to go. So Derek sent GW and I down to universal studios in Florida. So we went to the, the, whatever. And, you know, obviously our shit wasn't televised. We watched it on, on the, the computer at night at three o'clock in the morning, whenever it was, but I met a few of the families whose people, whose kids were, um, well, his son was in the unit at Benny, but the rifle guys, they, they aren't like us, man. That is, that is a completely different uh, breed of human. Those people are calm. They're they're nice. They're polite. <laughs> they're not shotgun shooters. That's for sure. Yeah. Hey, so it walks. Uh, oh, it, it is, walks. man. And, and and those guys that do that, you know, are just uh, you know, just like I said, I can't I can't imagine doing it. You know, but like I said, those guys like to like like it. And but like I said, that's all the different parts, and we just we just want to get. You know, they're going to try to make a push to get some more exposure and um, get a presence so people actually know what's going on. Hmm. You know, I mean, there's a lot of guys that have said to, you know, like ask me about Derek, because I mean, Derek and I are pretty good buds. You know, why is he, you know, why, why does he want to do that? And I'm like, because it's, it's, I mean, I hate to tell you, unless you've been around it, and I have, it's, it's a pinnacle, man. It is. There's not a lot. I mean, if you're going, that means you got one of the quota spots. So you're one or at the most two people from your country that got to go in that discipline. You know, this ain't a shoot that you just sign up for. And as long as you got your, you know, you know, your dollar general MasterCard isn't maxed out, you can enter it. Yeah. You know, you got to perform on this stuff. And your country has to perform at World Cup events to get you a quota spot to have one or two people fight for those quota spots. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's it's hard, man. Yeah, it's hard. You know. know, you know, and and then and then you get a guy out there to shoot bunker, um, which unfortunately I've had to sit there and and shoot with Derek. Um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I mean, the sporting clay guy comes out there. He can shoot a good score the first time, and then it slowly erodes on you. It's just uh, – it is just a different – it is not enjoyable. There's nothing you can savor. You're not savoring your breaks. 
<laughs> you're just praying to God you get them. Do you think, <laughs> I, I mean, I could ask Derek this, but do you think Derek likes that better than sporting or task? Opinion. I mean, I think he loves task. I mean, I think he loves sporting, but I think he's, it's a, in my opinion, you know, obviously the kid's a competitor. I think it's a means to an ends. You know, it's a mean to, it's a way of getting to the Olympics. Yeah. You know, and in, in order for you to go to the Olympics, you're either going to shoot international skeet um, or you're going to shoot bunker. So that's, that's what, and you, you know, pick your poison and pick, you know, pick your pain. And it's, a, you know, and that's what it's going to do. And he wants to go to the Olympics again. So, so does Will Hinton. So does Seth Inman, you know, so all of those, all of those guys, and you got, you got guys that are training for that, for those few spots. And I mean, training, I mean, they're shooting and they're shooting every day. Yeah. Um, it's, it's a, it's, it's a bitch, you know, it is, it is tough. That metal. And it, for that metal. And then, you know, if you look at what happened in Tokyo, you know, Derek didn't medal. Kaylee, Kaylee did. Um, you know, Maddie and, and and those guys did. Derek didn't. If you look at the scores from that, if you look at the scores from that Olympics and compare them to the other, they were some of the highest scores ever shot in the Olympics. I mean, there was a lady. Uh, I mean, it was Hawk. Um, she shot a 125. She shot a straight. And that's unreal. That's, I mean, that's the woman shooting the same targets as the men. And she was the only person to run 125. You know, the last person to run a 125, and like I said, somebody can fact check me on this one. The last person that won a 125 in Olympic Games was Mick Diamond from Australia. And that was, I can't, I think that might have been London or it might have been, it was, a, it was a while back. I can't, that wasn't London. It was, it was Sydney, maybe. I can't remember. But anyway, so he shoots a 125. But then again, that game is such a fickle bitch that, so she shoots a 125 on the same layout and everything that everybody else did. And then when it came time for her to shoot the pairs, if I remember right, you know, she crashed. She didn't do as well. It's just, it's just such a balancing act in that game. And yeah. you can slip, you slip, and you can either slip a bird or you can free fall to the end. But it is what it is. And it's just like for Derek, it's a chance for him to get the Olympics. Yeah. You know, you know, a lot of guys have tried and they realize what a, you know, you, it's just, it's, it, you ain't, you ain't going out there shooting targets. You ain't shooting clays, you know, yeah. <laughs> you know, but do you think, what, what do you think would be harder shooting bonker or, being a big guy shooting international skeet. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I have shot. Yeah. Right. The movement that, yeah. that uh, be caught up know. on everything. <laughs> yeah. Or, or a chesty, or a chesty girl shooting international skeet, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, easy there. Yeah. 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 Right. Right. right there. You know? Yeah. That's, I, I can't I don't move. Know. I can't move fast enough on regular American skeet. Much less crazy, ain't it? Yes, much less having to, you know, mount your gun at your waist. Yeah, I mean, you watching guys, yeah, watching down there, and you're not moving to the target, and you got that, you got a delay in there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, you you got you know Vincent shot so much of it um, before that, and I don't know if many guys. I mean, you probably a guy named Matt Dreitz. 
mm-hmm. and and Drake was a unit guy with Carlisle and Randy Moss or Randy Voss. I mean, Randy Voss. That uh, <laughs> Randy Moss. Yeah. <laughs> guy did everything, you know. But uh, but yeah, Randy Randy Voss oh. and all them unit guys and and, and Drake and those. I mean, just they're just amazing. Yeah, but Randy Moss, that fucker did everything. <laughs> I'm still laughing. <laughs> but <laughs> I got Justin tickled. But uh, oh man, uh, that's all I know. That's all. That's all. That's all I've been doing, man. Yeah. I'm just like I said, mean, mean running G Dub around. And he's wrestling and and um, you know trolling. You know, just just enjoying enjoying the the cries out from the the masses on this re. Uh, rescheduling reevaluation of masterclass yeah let's talk about that for a second or or 30 (laughs) minutes whatever but all right so if you're in masterclass and you didn't get this year i think this this year when does the new system start starting in 24 the the, the, the 15 as i understand the 15 punches minimum and the Mm 0.4 ccr is this year next year i don't know no spoiler alert but it's going to be completely different it's going to be a little bit it's going to be a little higher and um on the punches and i i don't think there's going to be some changes and there's going to be a lot more crying next year so save your tears boys it's more coming um i I don't i don't understand all right so if you're in master class right and you're not competitive or you don't shoot a lot i don't see the reason to still stay in master class i don't or, or any class uh, i mean i don't i i don't know i mean i i don't understand it i mean it's it's crazy i mean first of all and i, I just wrote an article that's one thing i've been i mean i actually am literate and i'm i, I bought a, a apple uh laptop i'm writing articles now but i think i just wrote nice. an article about this uh, about for um for uh clay shooting usa and then um for matt gay's new magazine um but um <sighs> The title of master, I think, is what skews the numbers or skews the view of it, skews the, yeah, skews the view of how these guys look at it. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I don't think guys, I mean, you know, this is all, um, you know, guessing, but, you know, we got a lot of guys that were not competitive shooters, as in they didn't come from Skeeter Trap. Now, now in the game, we got guys that pick this game up and this is all they probably ever shot. Some, some, right? So the idea of moving up and down in class and getting paid for moving up and down in class and the fact that it's just a classification based on your skills kind of eludes them. You know, it became, I think, I think Matt, uh, um, Henning, um, from uh, uh, California had this one really good. You know, he said it's like a black belt, like giving a kid a black belt or a yellow belt or a bronze belt or whatever, however that shit works. I don't know. I didn't go to martial arts. Dad gave me, dad gave me a freaking uh, pair of brass knuckles and said, handle yourself shit, you know, handle your shit, son. But, um, but, uh, um, you know, and, and, and it's no longer a classification based on your ability. It's, a merit, you know, it's an award. Well, it's not. It's based on your ability. And if yeah. you're not shooting well, why in the hell 
you know, you know, like I said, I've asked how many times I've done the troll poise. What do you guys think about uh, compulsory purses? First of all, they don't know what compulsory means. And then when they get back to what a purse is, they, they, you know, they can't figure that out either. But, you know, I ask them, what if there was mandatory money back that you had to play? Like everybody that enters the nationals pays a hundred dollars or $200. I mean, truthfully, a hundred dollars, if a hundred dollars keeps you from going to nationals, then the, Two or three thousand bucks you spent getting there probably should have been their first indication that you couldn't. But anyway, whatever. Right. You know, and then you say that, and these guys don't want to because they don't have a chance of winning anything. But my opinion is like, if you had a chance of winning it, you know, if you were classified right or you were in that, you know, you know, you know, upper thirty percent or upper forty percent, or you're competitive in that class you'd probably be more apt to coming up with some money because there's a chance you could win. Yeah. So, I mean, that goes to that part, but I, I don't understand the people refusing the classes. I, I mean, why? I mean, that's the, that's a serious question. It's why, why do you want to keep getting your ass beat? I, I'm thinking about this. The only time that anybody knows what class you're in when you're at a tournament is when you sign up and they say, okay, you're shooting master class. All right. That's the first time. The second time is if they look at your scorecard, other than that, there's no other time brought up at a tournament. What class you're in? No, so, no, there's yeah. So you're, that's a good point. I've never actually never thought of that. So who, you know. who knows what class, I mean, I shoot all the time with people. I'm like, I don't know what class he's in. I don't care what class he's in. You know, I mean, I could tell by the way he's shooting. He's probably a, a you know a beginner or a or he's good or whatever. But no, yeah. nobody knows what class you're in unless you're going to sit there and study the scorecards. You know what I'm saying? Unless unless there's a guy that and this is something I've heard because because like I said, you know, this is. Oh Christ! What is this? 33, 33, 33, 34 years that I've been at this stuff. I mean, my Jesus Christ! My my NSCA numbers got zeros in it. You know, um, there are guys that always come in. Hey man, I'm trying to make master class, and I'm like, cool, that's great. Well, I really want to make master, and then I've asked a few times, like, why? And then what? Well, I want to make master, and then what? You know, and they can't figure it out. I'm like, and dude, you guys are pushing it way too hard. You're not developing your skills. You're not going to be competitive. You're going to make it. I mean, that's the reason the sub gauge. I mean, um, people that shoot people that shoot sub gauge now like to shoot sub gauge. Um, I we had a couple state shoots here, and there was a lot of guys that signed up to shoot the sub gauge events. They did not shoot the main. They were after punches. To get into a class where they could not be competitive, and then their interest um, wanes. They get t- they they're no they're tired of getting beat. They've done all they can do, and then they quit. Yeah, and that is the reality. That's the thing that these guys that don't that they're not on the other side of the fence on it or the other side of this table of how it works. We lose shooters. Yeah. Because they're no longer competitive. And I was like, dear God, man. I mean, the thing is, we're giving away too many punches. Dude, I didn't even shoot last year. I shot 2,000 targets. I averaged a freaking punch per 100 with a .180 CCR. I suck anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not working <laughs> at it. Now, if I can do that, 
and you guys are pumping around that 0. .5, 0. .6, 0. .7, you need to be in a different class. All right, talk about how that works. Some people don't know how that that, that breakdown yeah, works. Right? That That's hard for people, and I can't figure it out. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's where you rank in your class. So it's the smaller the number, the better you are. The better you are. Right. So if you're a 0. .5, you're dead center in the middle of the pack. And that is where you're averaging that you, and then it moves up and down. It doesn't move as much now that we don't have sub gauge in it, but it moves based on your performance for your year. So you have a bad tournament, you know, you know, it goes to a bigger number. 0.6 means you're in the bottom 40%. Okay. You know, 0.7, you're in the bottom 30%. You know, that's how those numbers work. If you're in, if you're 0.2, you're in the upper 20% of that class. And that number will fluctuate. And it gives you, it probably, hell, it gives you an amazing snapshot of how you're performing in that class. You know, if you're a point four, you're in the forty percent and up of master. You're damn near in the middle. But a guy that's point seven, you're still not going to win nothing. If you're, you're in not going to win nothing. No, if you're in the forty, if you're in the top forty percent of the class, I mean, yeah, the top ten percent got a chance, but the top forty percent, you might as well be going back down to double A. Yeah, you're not winning. You're no. not winning. No, you know, and I, and I, I, you know, I think this, you know. um, you know, on a statistics, on running statistics and averages and stuff like that, you know, you're probably closer. You know, the classes should not look like a balloon going up. The top two classes on statistics, on average, law averages, A, master and double A should not be the biggest. You should be probably B, C should be your biggest um you know, biggest classes. portion of your classes. Right. You know, and then, you know, I think they're going to do away with E-class next year, um, which is great um, because there's nobody in E-class. There's nobody. And getting punched out of E-class is hard, you know. But, I mean, for example, I mean, Dub Dub won E-class at North Central Regional. I mean, the kid don't shoot. He shot good. He's very proud of himself. And then he goes to the board, same thing we probably all did when we were his age or still do, and he started looking at everybody he beat. He beat. He goes, well, I could have won. I think he said he could have won deep class maybe or something like that or whatever, maybe second or third in it. But then that, and, and, and he goes, he goes, Dad, I beat Masters. <laughs> I go, yeah, you beat Masters. I said, you shot your scores and you beat Masters. I said, do you think there's a problem with Masters? He goes, yeah. He goes, a master, I should never be, I should never be beating a master. No, not, not you someone know, to send me. I mean, in, in order, I think you start in D now, right? When you, when you sign up, you start in D and they, they'll move you well, down to E or is that wrong? I think you start in D. Well, I don't know. They keep screwing with that one. You know, it's like, you know, I, I think he started in D and the second he shot some targets, they reevaluated them. I mean, at one time, that's how they did it. Um, and the, of course, he, him and Liam got bunched back to E because the, the boys don't shoot, and the boys shouldn't be. And the boys should be in E class, not because they're 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 not working, they're not shooting. Um, he should be punched out of it by now. But when he goes to shoot, shoots well. There's three other guys or two other guys, and he doesn't get a punch. Mm-hmm. 
you know, because we've got wrong classification. I mean, there's, like I said, it's just not, you know, you know the story on Master, you know, it's, it's, it's almost biblical at this point, but, you know, there was a, there was a, there was guys that took it serious, guys that that's what they did. They, you know, they, they instructed and gave lessons and they, people were getting tired of getting beat. So they raised hell, you know, and the EC got together and they said, okay, cool. Let's create a new class. We're going to call it master. And they put people in there and I forget what year it was, 95 or 96. Um, they took, they hand selected these people. They all wore a special number and they put them in master. Everybody was happy. You know, and they saw it was good. And the Lord said, make master. And the people said, and they saw it was good, you know. And so that was cool. That solved the problem. The guys that weren't winning still weren't winning, but they <laughs> weren't losing as bad. And and then they were like, well, we need to make it where people can punch into it, which it was, that's how it was. So. You know, they started doing the punches, and, and guys worked hard because they wanted to be elite. They wanted to be at the top tier. They wanted to be master. And then a few of us punched up to it. I think I punched into 98, maybe. Um, you had to go to big shoots. You had to go to a big shoot. You had to travel, um, so on and so forth. Um, and we did because, you know, we were you know we're competitive. And... I remember getting into it and then I remember going to shoots locally or, you know, whatever in this area where I was the only, you know, not the only master, but I was, you know, two or three other masters. Well, now people got mad because they weren't getting enough punches because they wanted to be masters too. So they made it where you could get more punches. And then guys started working hard and they started shooting sub gauge. And then they, you know, for a 50 bird event, they got the same amount of punches for a hundred bird event and guys were gaming the system, you know, and then now everybody's in master and they're crying to make a pro class. So it's just like, you know, they got what they wanted, but now they don't, (laughs) now we're back to our same, same spot. So, so do you know, you probably don't know this number, but how many people were that were in master? didn't take the down classification. I don't know the, the act for on specifics, but I believe um, 5% of the people down classed um, refused it. So about 400 and something people refused the down class. And so, and that's across the board. That's a class. That's all of the classes. And I, I haven't seen, I think I saw the numbers, but I didn't really care. So I didn't look too deep, but <laughs> You know, yeah. you know, it's, it's just, you know, and it, and it makes no sense, you know, but the only thing it makes sense for is they want the monocle moniker of, of monocle moniker of, of being master because yeah. for some reason it means something to them. You know, yeah. I mean, I'm there for the candy dishes, <laughs> you know, and the glory. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah the, there's no reason to, I mean, I, this is, I mean, people can, you know, when we post this episode up, I want, so I want people to comment below and, and tell us if you got down classed or were asked to be moved down class or, or asked to be moved down a class, why or why not were you for it or against yeah, it? I, I, I I'd like to hear it. I'd like to hear it. I mean, I've asked the question 
on on the internet and you know somebody's well, that's none of your business or you know you know whatever and i'm thinking but the question is why did you why do you think why did you choose to be in there you know do you you know it doesn't make sense on a classification system that is based on your ability if your ability says you're not in a class double a or whatever why do you want to chase stay in there that's the one that blows my mind. You know, we say it's all ego on the dub on the master, but why would a guy stay in A class? Don't you want to win? Why are you at the shoot? Right? I mean, yeah, no, I mean, yeah. that's a, I mean, that's a, lot a legitimate. Of it is. That's a lot of question. It's a lot of money. You're paying dues. You're paying six cents, seven cents in some some states. You know, we're um, to go do this. But you're just doing it because you want to hang out with your buddies and and shoot a tournament. Then, if the winning doesn't matter to you, why do you care what class you're in? Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, the, the, the argument doesn't hold water. You know, well, I'm just there for this. Well, then it doesn't matter what class you're in. You ought to just be in hunter class, or you ought to, if you know, you ought to just be in. If you're just there to shoot against your buddy, I just shoot for myself. Yeah. Bullshit. <laughs> Yeah. That's bullshit. That's bullshit. You want to win. You know, like I said, I had a, I, this, this is always the funny part about this one. Those guys don't give a shit about winning, but the second you don't have a trophy for them for the side event where they runnered up or got second place in B class and you didn't have a freaking trophy for you, they're up your ass. Why don't you have a trophy for the, you know, for the, the shot shell rabbit bonanza uh, side of it <laughs> no dude i've seen it i've had i've had my ass chewed out about it i'm like sir we don't do trophies for this tournament except for high overall because that's all that matters um the it's a 50 bird side event i'm not buying you know whatever classes they are i mean you know i i of course i said hey man i got a barn full of old trophies go take your pick in there man um you know the people didn't pick them up but that's what i'm getting at is like there's this human psychology of this shit is like you know i'm i'm sorry you cannot make fun of the kids that do soccer that get a trophy and call them the trophy generation when you're wanting you're wanting you're doing the same thing you want to be in a class that you didn't earn you know that you're no longer in you you raise those little bastards yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry sir um you know i mean i mean i don't, I don't mean to be that way but it, it's stupid it's a classification based on your current your current ability now can you say you get moved down from master to double a and, yep. you, and you don't do worth it flip and double a this year do they move you down to a i'm not for certain if if you start as the first paragraph of that new rule states if you start and end the year in the same class you will be reviewed yeah okay and that's the way it starts i've had to explain that to a couple people i got i did that i explained that to a guy's wife till about 9 40 at night um, helping a reading, and then the next thing I know, the same guy was bashing me on another message to a friend of me of what a what a shit stirrer was and how I'm not helpful. <laughs> and I was like, "Wow, man! I just talked to your wife that I've never met before, and I've never met you before, and I tried to help you understand English, um, which is hard. Might not might not have been the guy's first language, um, but 
but I, you know, I, I highlighted it and showed them, you know, top to bottom, left to right, what this said. And, you know, if you're not, if you start a class in the class, if you start the year and end the year in the same class, you will be reviewed unless you have the prerequisite of punches for said class. Yep. It's pretty easy. Seems like it's not, but it, it's pretty easy. You know, you know, you either get enough punches, have a high enough CCR, or if you move up in class during the year. So if you punch into master, you get a free year to learn how to shoot. You know, or you punch up the double A, you get a year to prove that you're competitive before the next year coach shows up. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I mean, you can look at it two different ways. You can you can strive for master class again and get another pin. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You have two pin you have a hat full of master class pins when you're finished. You know what yep. I'm saying? And and then you yep. get you get to make some money too if you're that good to where you're gonna punch well, back I mean- into master. Yeah, and I think that's the other component that's changed is, you know, like the, the old – I noticed some guys here at our club, like Bob Maples and all these guys, Dale Randall, when Dale Randall used to shoot, they are trap shooters. They delighted in being punched down because they knew they were going to get paid for moving up. They'd go to the U.S. Open and shoot well, or they'd go to this shoot and shoot well. Then they wouldn't make crazy money because these guys, you know, like Barry Pickett from uh, – um, you know, Dallas says they bred the gamble out of these boys. Um, you know, when you got to stand there at the U.S. Open at Claythorne and explain to a group of people what a Calcutta is, the the game, the the betting, the the gambling part of the game done left the building. Yeah, you know that ain't that ain't that ain't nothing. Um, but uh, no, they. Um, you know, like I said, that the guys that have had previous experience in other disciplines, they delight in moving down because that means they can get paid for moving up you know um i'd love to be i'd love to i would love to be bumped down to a or double a and just be like hey i just whipped y'all's ass and, and a by the way y'all suck yeah. you know? <laughs> i told a couple guys at north central that i was like i was like man i don't shoot anymore and i beat you jesus christ dude what's wrong with you, you now, now now can someone still uh declare up a class when they go to register I believe you can declare, as the rule states, you can declare to every class but master. All right, guys. You know, I, I, you I, I, you I can't believe, do it. <laughs> yeah, you can't do it. I believe you, you can go to every class but master, and I believe there's a clause in there that says a shoot can. I, I don't know if they can or not. Maybe they used to. Maybe they've changed it. But used to be you could um, – um, known ability. Yeah. You know, I think you could do known ability. Um, you know, I, I believe like Ricky Marshall. I think Ricky Marshall, when he signed out the NSCA, they put him in double A because he was a triple A. Um, I think that's right, or maybe it was somebody else. But, yeah, known ability, previous organizations, you know, then then you can get you can get bumped into that All class. Right, talk about known ability for a minute. Explain what that is. I mean, known ability is, is kind of pretty like much what it is. I mean, what, what it, it says. is. I mean, yeah, yeah. If you're coming over from a another discipline um, in an organization, and you've got a classification. Um, they'll move you up. You know, and they'll they'll put you in a higher because you know. I mean, you, you know, look, look, Richard Falds coming over, George Digby coming. Obviously, they've shot enough now but say if someone of that caliber was to come over from a a different country with a different organization and they're in this class 
you're not going to let them be in. You're not going to put them in D. You know, you're not going to start them off in E. You know, you've got you've got to keep it fair. Of course, they're shooting for HOA, but it is taking care of those guys that have shot another discipline that are whatever their ability is in that discipline. You can classify them a known ability. Let me ask you this: Should I be excited because I'm excited about this? Should I be excited that my son is an E class and we're going down to Jack Links for all that big money? Oh hell yeah! I mean, should I be excited that I'm taking him to win the money? <laughs> no, hell no. That's what you're doing. You know, that's what you, that's what's you know. I mean, you know, it. That's great. I mean, it's funny. It's the ego too. It's really cool seeing a kid whoop some adult's ass. It's great. I mean, it's great. I mean, the thing is, the thing is, it pisses me off with the with people with adults. You know, the further we get, further we get away from our childhood, the less we remember what it's like to be a kid, and that's the biggest failing as an adult. Yeah, your boy is just as nervous as you would be going to that shoot. You know, they think it's so easy for these kids. Oh, they ain't got nothing on their mind. Bullshit. I was a junior shooter. Zach was a junior. Derek and all of us. You know, we are just just or as more excited about winning and we've had less time to learn how to win and to handle the nerves yeah yeah that kid's gonna be great i mean i i mean he's like i watched dub i mean dub won um dub won a shoot here on one of the ring games winter spectacular dub took second in the police you know and as a dad i'm sitting back here going kid just whooped y'all's ass yeah just letting you know that you know just just letting y'all know it makes you feel good don't it you're like yeah motherfucker oh yeah 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 watch y'all watch this it's not like, hey, I'm about to I'm about to come in there and beat everybody. It's like I'm gonna, hey, my son over here about to beat y'all. You know? Yeah, it's great. Yeah, you know, that kid, that's great, man. Yeah, be excited about that. And I yeah. said, just I said, always remember. I always hated that you're in a shoot off, and some adult would make an excuse why you beat them in a shoot off, and whether it's any kid, well, that kid ain't got nothing on your mind. Bullshit. That kid wanted to win. You wanted to win just as bad as that kid did. Hell, the kid might even. Wanted to win it more than you did, but you know, yep. just people. It is. It is funny to see them little kids shoot. Damn, they sure have fun. So, t- you know, what, what you think the year is going to be like this year? Just, just in general, what you think it's going to be like? Think it's going to well, be good. You got, you got what both? When you got World Fee Task at Ant's place. I mean, oh, what, I thought World you sporting. meant. I'm talking about. Oh, I, yeah, I thought you meant like the grief counselors the NSCA's <laughs> hired for the shoots. <laughs> Come on, trans the trans the trans class the cl- trans masters. That's what we started calling. Them. How many calls um, do you think Mike Hampton's got? Oh, he changed his number. <laughs> uh, no, it's it's going to be a hell of a year. I mean, I, if you if you all I can say is. If you've got a credit card that that pays you off miles or gives you bonus points or whatever for spending, this is the year to have it. <laughs> you know, it's gonna. There's a bunch of stuff, a bunch of good stuff. Oh, shit, you got Anthony's. It's been full um, for how long? I mean, I, I don't want to like say it's not full, but it's it's been a lot of people signed up for it for over a year. Yeah. Um, hey, you can US. even sign up for the 25 nationals now, can't you? Isn't, isn't that right? Oh. I think so. I, I'm going to make up a shoot for 20 to 20, 38 and see if I can get anybody to give me a deposit and hope, and hope the world, the hope, hope society collapses by then might be the greatest one ever, you know, 
you know, freaking, I I don't know. I can't can't figure out what I'm doing in 2024 yet, much less 2025. Well, you know, and I shouldn't say this, but John Comerford doesn't give a shit. John says he never signs up till the day of the shoot. And he's like, I'm always flexible when I can shoot. I don't care when I shoot. I sign up the day of. There'll always be a cancellation. (laughs) And I take it. (laughs) That's probably right. And you know Comerford. I mean, that's just how he is. He was, I love John. And we're going to go have a cocktail. We're going to have a couple beers with him this this weekend. We're going down to SCI. But, yeah, there's some shoots, man. I mean, you got U.S. Ovens, Brett's. I'm I'm setting for that one. Um, Pete Malloy's got World Fee Task. And I'm setting for that one. Um, it's going to be a year. I mean, Dub and I may go to nationals. Depends. Um, I think we're going to go out west and shoot prairie dogs. He's got a couple of sporting shoots he wants to shoot, but we're kind of saving our money a little bit. We're going to go to Africa in 25, and we're going to do it right. So nice. You know, you know that's what. Yeah, what you going to do out, out there? Uh, he's going. We're going to Kalahari. Um, He's, I'm not doing shit. I want to shoot birds. Um, if we get time for a couple of days, he's killing everything. I don't want to kill anything anymore. Um, too much work uh, on it. Other than a just, duck, other than a duck, other than a bird where I get to pull the trigger a lot. I'm really not into it. Yeah. I mean, like I said, we went out with the Braxton Oliver, um, bear hunting. They come out, they come out, froze to death, deer hunting with us. Um, and then, um, we were before that we went to North Carolina and shot a bear. Now, as a dad, and your dad, you get it. You know, Dove's fourteen. Dove killed a lot of shit. Yeah, I mean, Dove dropped a lot of shit, but he still gets so excited over killing's big game, and he missed. I think he missed three bears, and missed a, just a monster sow. Wasn't missing but much, just couldn't get it done. And finally, little bitty bear, hundred pound bear, not much of a bear, coming at us. And he's he's still shaking. He's sitting on my lap because he can't see over the rail. And he's just shaking, man. And I'm just like going, This is great. And he goes, Hold me, Dad, hold me really damn tight. And I sat there and bear hugged, and I felt the air go out of him. He goes, I'm going to shoot this bastard in the head. <laughs> he shot that bear right in the head. And I could get all the hell off my lap. And I was, he goes, I can't. I'm moving. I'm shaking too bad. <laughs> and that, that's what's cool about it, man. Yep. You know, that's what's cool about it. You know, I mean, you know, I, I'm glad he meant, I honestly, I'm glad he missed the big sow. Because, you know, you get a kid pop out a 350, 400-pound bear, first freaking bear. Mm-hmm. What are you going to do, man? Take him you grizzly know? bear hunting. Yeah, kill him. Guys, go kill a grizzly bear. You kill something <laughs> bigger. But, but yeah, we're going to go to Africa. Um, he's. I'm not pushing. He's going to start shooting that high school trap league in the fall because he's not a basketball player. Um and you know, he's yeah right you know he's he's hell he likes to wrestle but um but no he's just um you know i'm not pushing him to shoot i don't want to burn him out you know i want him to 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 you know warm up to it um you know he likes to he likes the ring games he loves shoot at because he's comfortable you know and i and like Derek was watching him this year he's he's uh you know he's grown into that gun he's getting stronger and he he moves he he's doing better. But like I said, it, it's it's all fun. Jesus Christ, man! All we're doing all we're doing is we're killing time 
between birth and death. We're trying to find something to preoccupy us time before we're warm food. So either way, yep. you know, don't take yourself too serious because you ain't getting out of this shit alive. So. <laughs> no, it's all coming to an end. Yeah, that's that ain't no shit. Quicker, quicker when it gets there. But no, nah, it's just, it's just, it's going to be a hell of a year. I'm excited about it. Um, uh, you know, I'm looking forward to the the set. I mean, I never set a world fee task before. Yeah. Um, they had us hired. They hi- had us hired for um, uh, the uh, Mississippi one, and then COVID took care of that one. Um, so it was a world fee task. Uh, y'all can come, <laughs> but you ain't going to be here. But, uh, yeah, so we, I didn't get to set. And that's like, so, you know, just kind of trying to knock off all the stuff of, of setting, you know, the majors. And I, I, I look forward to setting up there at Pete Moy. It's going to be, Oh, that's the other thing is, uh, Friday or Saturday night. I'm, I'm cooking the shrimp boil too. So, oh, yeah. um, I don't, I don't know. You got some of that. You got into that. Uh, did you get any of that up there at North central? Um, I prob- if it's food, I probably did. Yeah, uh, me, me, oh, barge, yeah, 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 yeah. Me and me, barge the band. We all made the, we all made the shrimp, and uh, um, but uh, we're gonna do. I'm gonna do the same thing. I bought a, I bought a six foot long uh, crawfish boiler, <laughs> so I don't have to have two of them now. Um, I'm gonna come up there. We'll cook at one night. Nice. So that'll be good. That'll be good. Put plenty of butter on the. Like I said, that's the thing. Is there, everybody was watching us cook it. They go, "What are you gonna do with all that butter?" I'm like drop it on top of them hot shrimp and put a bunch of seasoning on it. And, uh, you know, I, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, so, so watch them, some of them boys go through that line three times. Apparently whatever part of the world they were from, they, uh, they didn't have shrimp. Um, <laughs> and I had one guy get mad cause he didn't get enough shrimp and he was complaining about that. And I private messaged him. I said, Hey man, I said, by the way, sir, I said, um, I said, I'm sorry. I hear you were upset because you didn't get enough shrimp. I said, um, you understand that we donated uh, that thousand bucks worth of food because we just wanted everybody to have a good time. I said, once again, I apologize, but somebody's always going to be upset no matter what you do. You know, they'll oh, yeah. they'll, they'll, they'll cry either they'll, they'll bitch if you hung them with a new rope. You know, I mean, it's just just how it is. But um, but now we're going to do that. It's going to be a good time. Um, other than that, man. Same old, same old. It's just bipolar weather back here in the Midwest. It was negative 10 one week, and now it's, it was 60 degrees a day. So, wow, that's crazy. Whatever, man. It is what it is. We got a few people shooting. What about all these prices? Like, so what you talking about what the year is going to be? What do you think the year is going to be? I don't know. I mean, man. everything's higher, son. I'm telling you, I don't know what, it, what I don't know what's going to go on. You know, I talked to, you know, Steve C., Tom C. Yeah, oh, yeah. I talked oh, yeah. to, talk to him all the time. Or, or you know through text message or whatever we have and we're always sending back and forth you know you know what do you think this is going to do what do you think that's going to do and he sent me one last night about when when's a good time to buy a car you know what what you know what's going to happen to the car industry well i don't know hell i don't i mean if i knew i'd be i'd be a millionaire you know what i mean but right right it's it's i'd quit but i don't know i don't know what's going to happen I mean, you know, shells are higher. Targets just went up another $2.20. Um, hotel rooms crazy. You know, we're looking at air, like, you know, talking about Africa. We're looking at an airfare. Um, you know, we're over 2000 bucks a ticket. Yeah. You know, I'm going to book as quick as I because, you know, things are going to go high. Yeah. I mean, our game for the most part is dominated. I don't know what the average age is. I used to know, but, you know, we have a lot of guys that are retired. Yeah. 
and they're on a fixed income. And with inflation, if everything's gone up 15%, you know, on the necessities, they've got 15% less to spend. So that's got to hurt our game. I mean, we can see it at our club. I mean, we, we've we lost our competition. A lot of competition shooters, the guys who want to work at it. But, you know, you know, our registered numbers were up. Our daily traffic's down. Yeah. You know, the, these guys aren't um, – you know, I mean, like I said, if you're if you got X number of dollars and you didn't get a fifteen percent cost of living increase, you got less money to shoot. Yeah, that's right. You know, I mean, how much longer? I think you and I have talked about this before. You know, I've run inflation calculators on prices from nineteen twenties, the nineteen fifties, and nineteen eighties. So far, and this is hard to believe, but it's got a Google box. You just Google that shit yourself. You know, the the shells and the targets haven't kept up with just yearly inflation. We They're cheaper than, you know, I think I ran the math on it a while back, and it was, you know, a box of AA should be 15 or 16 bucks. Mm. You know, if, yeah. if you go by what they listed for in 1980, you know, and then we ran the figures – on a, I have an old flyer. This is how long we've been at this shit. I forget what year it's from. Maybe it's 32 and there's like a 35 flyer, Illinois State shoot, right? Mm-hmm. Trap shoot up in Northern Illinois before they move it down south. You know, and I figured those prices, and I think it's about the same 15 bucks, 15 or 16 bucks for a box of target loads in those years is what it should be in today's money. I've got a flat of shells that says 2495 on them the whole flat yep i mean yeah and 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 just put a put your inflation calculator on that i mean i remember buying double a's oh i think i remember buying double a's in the early 90s in the in the 20s i remember dad bought like pallets of actives when actives quit and i remember them bragging about getting those actives for like 18 bucks a case 17 or 18 bucks a case, you know, and then, you know, average that on the inflation calculator and they, you know, it, it brings you over what they're selling for now. And it, I hate to tell that to a guy that loves the game, but I mean, everybody, oh, you ought to try drag racing. Well, I mean, you know, you know, yeah, that's not the same thing. You don't have, you know, 2000 top fuel dragsters at a shoot either at, at a, a drag race either. Did you imagine, you know, it's all relative, man. But it is a game that you walk out there and you put a shell and it goes out and you ain't getting that back and you're shooting at pottery um, that is X number of dollars and it's gone. I mean, if a guy could actually think that every time he pulls the trigger, it's costing him two bucks, you know, or $3 or $4, whatever it costs you to go shoot, you know, say it costs you 2500 bucks and you shoot $500 uh, you know, you shoot 500 shells that weekend or 500 targets that weekend. You just spent five bucks every time you pulled the trigger. Talk about running people away from the game. <laughs> yeah. You wouldn't, shoot, you wouldn't shoot pieces anymore, would you? Right. Right. <laughs> you know, you walked out there and you, and you realized that every time you fired around was costing you four bucks or five bucks for your hobby that weekend. You'd start looking at things a little bit different. You'd be like, you know what? You know, you know, hookers and blow are a lot cheaper than this. <laughs> <laughs> you might have, might have a better time too. 
might have a better time. You definitely would be thinner. But, uh, um, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm not talking about the drug addiction. I'm talking about AIDS. But <laughs> Oh, here we go. Here we go. But, but yeah, I mean, if you look at it, like I said, you know, if you go to a shoot, it's two grand. And you shoot, you know, you shoot the main event, prelim, that's 300, shoot five stand, that's 400 targets. You shoot some others, so you're five or 600 bucks, and you spent two grand. You just threw $4 away every damn time you pulled the trigger. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, probably there's some guy listening to this podcast right now, and he's got his new wife with him, and he's all excited about sporting clays, you know, and he's been lying to her for years, you know. <laughs> no, it's not that much, honey. It's really easy. Yeah. It's about like you're crocheting, you know, or whatever the shit women do. Um, <laughs> you know, um, yeah, I mean, it, it is, you know, and people, people talk about, you know, I mean, and since I haven't shot as much, I'm like, well, Dub and I go shoot prairie dogs for, you know, two or three days in Colorado, and it's going to cost me less money than than if I was to go shoot the the Western Regional. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, what am I going to do there? You know, I mean, like I said, you know, not definitely not going to win it. I, I'm not going to go out there and burn targets like, like I used to, um, and getting a side event trophy to throw with the other ones because I shot well in the prelim or whatever won the whatever. Yeah. It, for me, I'm just talking about me. I'm not talking about anyone. I'm just thinking for me, it's it's not it's just not worth it anymore. Yeah. You know, I love seeing y'all. That's why I keep setting targets. Um, well, I love seeing some of you, but <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a couple of you. <laughs> but but yeah, I, I like setting targets. I like seeing everybody. Um, I mean, I, I'm tickled to death to cook shrimp for Pete's deal up there at uh, um, you know at the world world fee task. That'd be great. I think Dub's going to come up halfway through it or come up for the main he said he's going to help i think we're going to go fish dub likes we, we, we we've, been, we've been getting into fishing more we've kind of gotten back into fly fishing and stuff like that it's pretty fun yeah you know you know you know i saw it man he'll remember all that more than he will shooting targets i'm sure you know? yeah he likes it yeah he, he likes to shoot but it's like you know we're still having fun at it i'm still you know i'm not like, you know, like I said, dude, grew up in this game. always had a warning from my dad, you know, you know, whatever you do. And of course, he always, he never pushed me hard in the beginning. And I'm not doing the same with him. You know, let's get a love for it, you know. Um, you know, and then I, I don't want him burnt out at 18. You know, I want to go hunting with him. I want to go hunting and shooting with my boy. I don't want him to be sick of it by the time he gets to be a grown man. Yeah. You know, you know, and that's kind of where we're at. It's like, you know, it's like broccoli and anal sex. If you force it on a kid young, they'll never like it when they're older. So, <laughs> You never heard that one before? No, I have not. God dang it. You'll never forget that, will you? Oh, my word. <laughs> we got to put a disclaimer on the front of this one for sure. Don't let oh, your yeah, kids this listen one. to this one. The, the first Get one, on that, the first one <laughs> we did with you a long time ago. Well, I got grief about that one. Oh my God. I, I, I that. Yeah, that was, you remember that? That was, yeah. Oh gosh. Yes. I don't, I can't, I think I can hardly remember that guy's name. He got all, he got really upset about it. And I'm thinking, son, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it is what it is. I mean, I mean, I, I yeah, I, I just how I am, and I can't help it. And um, I'll do anything for you if I like you. Um, um, yeah. uh, but but I'm gonna. I'm, I'm yeah. I'm just not. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not fit for because because it's like my buddy Ben. 
Ben Shoemaker, he's always <laughs> he's always like he's like can't talk with you. I'm around people right now. <laughs> or Gary, I'm on speaker. These are the people in the car. <laughs> Watch what you say. <laughs> Never mind. I'm just letting you know. They're here, you know. Oh, Gary, yeah. I, the, the favorite one is Gary. I can't talk to you. I'm around regular people or some shit like that. And I'm like, all right, I get it, man. But um, <laughs> nah, it just people get people people I people get upset about things, and I think they want to be upset. You know, I think they like it. There's some must be some kind of chemical release in the brain that these people. I mean, if everybody's offended anymore, and I think the way people get offended because it's another way of them getting attention. Apparently, they gave him too much attention as a kid, or not enough. But when these people get offended, they find something wrong that I did. It brings it about them. Well, I don't like this. Well, I don't give a shit. <laughs> you know, you know, you're offending me. I don't care. You know, yeah. you know, why do I give a shit? And you get you know, and you I get worse the older you get. You do, don't you? You yeah. just really, you start realizing a man can't afford too many friends and you just have no talk. What makes a difference? You know, like I said, you know, if, if, if people knew what was said behind their backs, there'd be a lot less smiling going on in this world, you know, and, you know, I just don't want to deal with the bullshit. You know, like I said, if you can't handle me, I'm fine with it you know i mean i'm not you know i mean if you jesus lord the kid's got a damn idiot phone right there in his hand and what we say on this podcast oh that's horrible you know you got some whore tiktok and doing a dance getting instagram snaps you know kids probably watching you know subscribe to three three or four or five hundred those instagram models but you know it, people are hypocrites bullshit i'm not i'm done i'm over it you know i'm over it you know, I'm just not playing the game anymore. You know, it's like the Coon Pecker. We'll do everything. We'll do everything and anything for you until you lack like an asshole. And then you ain't coming back. Yeah. You know, and that's kind of where I'm at. Talking about the taco you know, bar. The taco bar. Yeah, that was still funnier than hell. My mom, <laughs> Jesus Lord, that was funny. <laughs> I mean, I'm never that little woman. You know, she's out there cooking. God bless her. Bless her heart. You know, she's gone now, but, but she, uh, she'd come down there. She cooked, she cooked chocolate chip cookies. She'd cut brownies up for them bastards. You know, she, she'd, you know, she'd do everything she can. And the old guy told her that the taco bar was laid out inefficiently. And she, she was so mad. She'd be, Mom, what's wrong? What's wrong? Never mind. Mom, what's wrong? I said, God damn it, Karen. What's wrong? That motherfucker, right? God. <laughs> Damn it! I love my ass. I still remember that she was madder in hell, man. I she bet. was sitting there just glowing, but but it's just funny, you know. We just, like I said, we just, you know, don't need this to make a living, you know. Hell, I got a working on a solar project right now, but but we we got plenty of other things that that actually make money uh, <laughs> that yeah. we deal with. But you know, we do this shoot. We love shooters. We love shooting. We love the for the most part. Normally, they're like-minded people, and um, that's why we went to 125 shooters at the Coon Packer is because it's a manageable number for us. You know, we can handle that, and I think for the most part, it's this is going into its fifth year, I think, fifth year, mm-hmm. and it works well for us because we don't have a huge staff. It's me, Ben, Barge, Romberg, the two boys, 
you know, we can kind of, and then the kids that got help us in the summer, we can kind of get it done. It's a fun party. I, I still, you still need to show up, man. I know. I think about it every time I see it. It's, it's fun. I mean, you know, like I said, everybody loves, I mean, everybody, I, you know, you know, I haven't ever had anybody, you know, like I said, I had one guy mad and he called me up and he, he called me up the day after the, or the day the shoot closed. He was upset because we didn't have a trophy, which we never, we've always said we've been anti-trophies. We give one out for the high overalls and we give something for the all around. You know, I mean, I take that money and I put it back in the Sunday breakfast and the, you know, the the big dinner we do on um, Saturday night with the band and the bar and the beer and the, and, the, and the broads. And then we do the cocktail hour Friday. And I, you know, like I said, it, it, the shoot breaks even. Um, it's a wash by the time you figure out, you know, all the other shit. And like I said, I had one guy call me up and complain and I'm like, that's sorry, you know, and just don't come back. Yeah. <laughs> you know that's all i can do for you yeah. um you know and like i said it, it sucks that we didn't fulfill you know we didn't fill his expectations but it's just how it is you know we throw good targets i think we throw good targets um you know we try to put as much effort into it and like i said the band the band this year like i said keep rotating bands and keep serving food and keep serving biscuits and gravy on sunday i'd rather have that trophies well and that's the shame of it i mean i wish i wish it would have you know like i said you ought to say and brett's i mean obviously we're not even a real club but guys like anthony and brett and all those you, you know they've got barns full of bullshit that nobody picked up mm-hmm. they just don't pick it up and it doesn't matter how nice it is they don't pick it up and then you'll get a call from them two or three years later. Hey, man, do you got my D-class, out-of-state, whatever? And I'm like, uh, I don't know. Well, can you send it to me? No. <laughs> you know, I'm going to go tend to, you know. Um, and that guy's come two or three, four years later looking for a trophy. Wow. And I'm just like, why? Why didn't you get it when you were here? And I've actually seen guys take the sticker off the trophy that you know, you put put postage note or you put the whatever take it throw it in the trash can throw the sticker in the trash can they didn't want it which is cool man that's fine it's just it's a lot of money to waste you know because they're not cool there's very few when you know you get a few cool trophies you know some belt belt buckles are cool yep. you know but we don't give belt buckles anymore i can't wear a belt, big belt buckle i feel like it's cut me in half yeah but you know that's like a girdle man maybe it makes you look good <laughs> You know, hold it in, hold it in, son. And it's the second form of ID. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I need two forms of ID. Here's my driver's license. There's my belt buckle. <laughs> oh, shit. Whatever, man. It is what it is. But that's all I can tell you, man. I ain't been doing much other than that. Just kind of, you know. I think I'm. T- I got some. I got got some shooting to do in Florida, but I won't be making the the clays deal. But but uh, it'll be good to get out of here for a minute. Um, you know, whatever. Yeah. Like I said, Dub and I are Dub are going to hit a few, and I'll see everybody at a few. And like I said, be setting a few. And you know, I think they got Richard Folds lined up uh, for uh, Brett's too, which will be great. Yeah, 
you know, that, that'll be great. Richard be good. And, um, I mean, God damn it. Northbrook's, Northbrook's a pretty damn good place. Oh yeah. It's hard. You know, Can be hard. It's, it's, yeah. I mean, it's, it's of course, it's about managing expectations, you know, after how many times around the sun people's been shooting there. I think people re- realize there's going to be a little bit degree of difficulty to it. It's not going to be over the top, but it's going to be it's going to be stronger than most. Yeah, you know. I mean, then that's. I think once everybody's accepted that, they're not coming that anymore. Like, what do you mean? You know, like what do you mean that targets at thirty five, forty yards? You know, well, it's just you know, it's just it's it just yeah. Managing expectations has been good. And then, and then they should be used to it by now. If you come there and you get surprised by the difficulty, guess what? You're either a new shooter or you ain't been paying attention. Yeah. Or it's your first time. You know. Yeah. It's and your you're first not listening time to this podcast. Yeah. You ain't listening to this podcast or, or anything else out there, <laughs> but, but you know, the average guy anymore, like I said, we keep going back to this class thing, you know, they're, they're not competitive. They're not, they don't want to compete. Mm-hmm. They want to have a, a title and, and they don't want, they, you know, like I said, and then, then, then it all snowballs from there. Is like, you know, we've asked this question on the on the on the Facebooks. You know, would you rather lose with a ninety four or win with a 70, 72? Well, a competitor, as in this is a competition hobby, a competition sport, is there to win, no matter what. They want to win with whatever score. A guy that is just recreationally shooting, he wants to shoot a score to make him feel good. And there's we get this shit all the time. You know, these guys who've got a CCR of 0.6, well, they shoot an 89 or 91. They feel good about themselves. Guess what, dude? You still lost. Yeah. That's where that CCR don't lie. That's where the CCR doesn't lie. Yeah. You know, you can shoot a 96, but if 96 was the bottom half of the thing, your CCR is still the bottom half of the thing. You still didn't win because in essence, not in essence, in reality, this is a competition game. This is competition sport, competition hobby, whatever you're going to call it. It's what it is. We keep score for a reason. Yeah. That's right. So so get off this attitude of you want to shoot a specific score to make you feel good while you got a certain letter by your name that makes you feel good. What should make you feel good, besides the experience of having fun, if you're there for there, if you're just there for the camaraderie of your fellow fellow shooters, then your class is irrelevant and your score is irrelevant. Mm-hmm. Yep. So you so so you can't have it both ways. You can't say I'm just there to have fun. Well, then then just have fun. You know, if you you know, but if it's if it's about your level of performance, truthfully, your level of performance isn't relevant to your class if you're using your class. Just you know, if you suck and you shoot a 65 and master consistently. That's embarrassing. That's more embarrassing than than shooting a sixty five in C class. That you you get what I'm saying. It, oh, it, yeah. It's it, we know what your score is. We can see your name in the bottom of the page. Yeah, you know. I mean, Bob Maples picked up a very. Uh, he was in here today, and he's an old trap shooter, he's a good friend of ours, and he, he's a hell of a shot. And he 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 said, "You're not going to stay." in master or double a forever he goes you're going to get older and you're going to you know you're going to go down in class it still has you still the main thing he said the main thing that matters 
is how are you competitive within your class and how are you competitive in your age group? And he pointed out that the guys that are on the senior super team or whatever, mm-hmm. he's, he said that none of those guys were masters. Like Ron Schaefer and all of them are in double A. That just proves his point. You know, eventually you're going to go down in class, but you're still competitive. You know, once you in, enter the concurrent shit, you know, you're not running with the other people. Yeah. You know, you know, age has got you. The syphilis has finally got you. Your eyes are failing, whatever. <laughs> um, you're eventually going to go down. And I don't understand where this being human nature or whatever. You got to accept it. You know, you got to accept that you're not staying in master all the time. You know, like I said, you can't have it both ways. If it's just for the fun of your friends, you shouldn't give a shit about class. If you're there to be competitive, you competitive means just what it says. Yeah. You got to be competitive. And if you're not competitive in master, then the law of averages and statistics and the system they got set up will finally get you in a class where you're halfway competitive. And when you're either Super competitive in that class, you'll either be moved up, and if you get worse, you'll get moved down. That's how it works. Yeah, you know, whatever it is, what it is, you know, I right. can't, you can't change people. All you can do is judge them and troll them on Facebook. So <laughs> you're good at that, that's for sure. Damn right, I am. Damn right, I am. <laughs> I am good. At, I'm good at infuriating people. That's right. You know, I'll do anything for you. You know, but like I said, if you're an idiot, like I said, that guy said, you're never helpful. And I'm like, dude, I'm really not helpful on dumb questions. There are certain things as dumb questions. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't know what your kindergarten teacher told you. You know, you know, your mom, mama told you you were special, but you never could figure out who Ed was. (laughs) And there's a lot of them out there. That's funny. So, but anyway, but that's all I can tell you, Barker. All right. Well, Holla at me.